0: Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now.
1: Episode of Coffee Break with Shark Best Health. Today we have our entire small but mighty Sharp Best Health team in the studio. I'm Megan. I'm Olga.
2: I'm Janice. And I'm Emily.
1: So Valentine's Day is just around the corner, but this is actually not the only holiday that February is famous
2: for. That's right. February is obviously a month for love and romance and important <laughs> observances such as Women's History and Black History Month.
3: Did you also know that February has a lot of bizarre observances. Like, like so Adopt a Rescued Rabbit Month. Oh, really? really? mm-hmm. right. Uh, National Canned Food Month. Canned okay. Canned. Oh. National Bird Feeding Month.
1: Okay.
0: And
3: get this. Wait for it. Pull your sofa off the wall month. <laughs> what? what? sofa off the wall month? That's it's an off the wall idea. It's an off-the-wall idea. Wait,
2: so
0: what's that what's that one about? Um I actually know this one about, well, so I you know, open I open know because you know. I Googled it. Uh huh. Um, I just saw it somewhere online and I Googled it because I Google everything. <laughs> so that particular observance was originated in the fifties and it was created by a furniture design company. Mm-hmm. And it was their effort to encourage people to clean and tidy up their homes and especially look behind the sofas where there's a lot of.
3: Popcorn, popcorn,
0: and candy. Remote and control,
3: and animals, yes. Carrots and <laughs> celery. We know, we know what you guys are eating, right? <laughs> we know
0: All this chocolate. Um, so and so that they originated that particular observance, and then they also kind of hope that by pulling their couches off or sofas off the wall, mm-hmm. people will also decide to maybe find another sofa and buy another sofa. There we go. <laughs> That's some good marketing yeah, right so there. That is, there
3: a is a sneaky technique. technique. It yes. is a
0: sneaky technique, but um. In addition to all these odd observances, February is also American Heart Month, and this is what we will focus our episode on
3: today. Yeah, so just like Olga said, February is American Heart Month, and it's a great month to show your heart some love. Mm-hmm. Yes. So just to give you an idea on why this is important, so heart disease is the leading killer of Americans, and it takes over 2,200 lives a day, which is absolutely mm-hmm. Enormous. Um, in addition, scary. you know, 103 million adults have high blood pressure, so that's known as hypertension, mm-hmm. and 6.5 million are living with heart failure. Wow, truly totally staggering. Yeah, this is
0: staggering, scary statistics.
3: While genetic factors do play
0: a part in cardiovascular disease, the good news is that 80% of cardiovascular disease may be prevented with education and action. Mm -hmm. And actually simple lifestyle changes like eating a healthier diet, staying active, not smoking, can make a big impact when it comes to your heart health. But did you guys know that reducing your stress level can also Help reduce the risk of developing heart disease.
2: Hmm. Yeah, you know, Olga. So not many people are aware of it, but there is a connection between stress and heart disease. So if you're often stressed and you don't have good ways to manage it, you are more likely to have um, heart disease, high blood pressure, chest pain, or even irregular heartbeats.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think most of us know the healthy practices such as exercise and meditation, which can help with stress management. But on today's episode, we wanted to focus on some more unique and unexpected techniques that you could possibly consider for coping with or managing your own stress. Right.
3: Right. Our methods are gonna be fun, easy, unusual, and hopefully will benefit your overall health by reducing excessive stress. So some of the techniques you might already practice, but some of them might be surprising and new. So we encourage you, you know, try one out uh, this upcoming Mm -hmm. week and see if it works for Mm -hmm. you. Yep. So with that, let's, uh, let's go ahead and dive in. Janice, what is your
1: unique way for managing stress?
2: So my surprising method, well, one of them with coping with stress is actually a book that Olga gifted me this past Christmas Aww. season. Um, it's a mindful calligraphy book. And so I enjoy the practice of um, art, the art of handwriting. And so it's just very relaxing to me. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy aromatherapy and using the scent of sweet orange, which actually has nice. been studied to uplift moods. Nice. So,
1: so where do you use your aromatherapy? I, I don't have any big smells walking from yeah. your body. Well, yes, because, so and as there? we
2: know here, you know, we have to be really conscious of what right. allergies people may have in the right. office space. So I actually diffuse at home, okay. um, sometimes eucalyptus, peppermint, whatever I'm feeling a mood for. But oftentimes it's sweet orange, just that citrusy smell just kind of just kind of refreshes brightens and day. brightens your day yeah. like sunshine oh, and cool. otherwise if I'm here at my office I will have a little bottle of it and I'll just open up the lid and just kind of smell it throughout nice. my day to kind of uplift my mood throughout That's the really day. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. I'll come over, come over yeah. anytime.
1: <laughs> Olga what about you? What's your strategy? Well my
0: strategy is food yeah, I know. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> Expected that reaction, but I'm not talking about your comfort foods full of sugar. Mm-hmm.
3: Duncan don't do nothing. Do <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: by the way was brought to you by Emily My House, everybody. Pun intended. <laughs> pun intended.
0: <laughs> the reason why sugar works so well is because when we stress out Our bodies release the stress hormone Uh that's called Uh cortisol right and but when we eat sugar our body Uh reacts by producing more serotonin which is the happiness hormone and so that's why it's very natural for us to crave sugar when we feel stressed out because we know it's gonna eating some sugary Uh things will calm us Uh down and feel us more relaxed the downside of that is that our bodies and our brain also remembers how good it feels mm-hmm. to eat sugar, so we continue to crave it. Right. And it can backfire, right? You sure. Can start, you can overdo on sugar. You right. can overdo. There's nothing wrong with moderation, but if you continue to use mm-hmm. sugar, to deal with stress, you can you know, deal with a whole new area of problems, health-related mm-hmm. problems. So, But you can actually have other foods mm-hmm. that cause a similar effect on your brain, so... Uh, some foods that produce serotonin, which is the happiness hormone, are complex carbohydrates, mm-hmm, an uh-huh. oatmeal, a warm bowl of oatmeal. Mm-hmm. She sounds pretty good. Yeah, uh, or veggie bean chili with mm-hmm. some beans. And, um, I love that. They all produce this nice, calming effect, and then can really you know reduce your level of stress and release more serotonin in, in your blood. Uh, also, magnesium-high foods, mm-hmm. nuts, Bananas. They also help you reduce your stress. Oh, also, citrus, citrus, and vitamin c uh-huh. each produce can also do you a lot of favors. So, oranges, tangerines, mm-hmm. um, bell peppers, bell peppers, One of the highest in
3: vitamin C. That's bell true. Bell peppers and berries. So yes. there was a
0: study where people were given a cup of berries, and then they were asked to perform a high-stressful task. Uh huh. And so, people who ate berries before they, you know, mm-hmm. perform this task showed to go back to their normal level of cortisol and blood pressure quicker than people oh, who did not eat berries before, mm-hmm. before they were asked to do this task. So, yeah, That's really red bell peppers. Yeah. So, just keep those foods in mind, and next time you feel stressed, just yeah. come up with a, a good way
1: to to add those foods into your diet. You know what that? Of eating sugar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what, what it what it pings for me too, Olga, as you were speaking, I was thinking about, you know, the notion that having a well-rounded, healthy breakfast mm-hmm. in the morning is really important for mm-hmm. your overall health and well being right. and for how your day will unfold from a health and, and energy perspective. And you know, I think that most people hear about eating breakfast, it can cut your metabolism mm-hmm. so that you have that energy. Um, but I don't think that people tend to think about food as a, a way or those types of foods as a way to help manage and prepare for all the stressful right. events that are going to unfold mm-hmm. in the you know 8, 10, 12 hours that are ahead of them hmm. that's really interesting to think about I've never thought of it that way before yeah so some, again so surprising yeah. to manage stress <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it really is. what about you Emily do you have a unique or unusual way
3: to uh, manage stress so, if anyone has walked past my desk, on my monitor, I probably have five or ten <laughs> different posting notes. Or 20. Okay. Okay. Or 20. Yes, this is true. And they all have check boxes with my to-do mm-hmm. items. And while walking by, some people might think, wow, that looks stressful. To me, it is actually really helpful to organize my thoughts. So I, I like to call it kind of my chaotic brain or when it feels like you have a thousand tabs open at one time. And it's, right kind of hard to concentrate. You're Mm -hmm. thinking about a million different things at one time. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes the tendency can be to get so wrapped up in that you don't want to take time away because you feel like you don't necessarily have the time to take away from all the things that you need to do. But what I've learned is that by simply just taking five or ten minutes Mm -hmm. and getting your thoughts out onto paper and being able to visualize what actually you're needing to do and prioritize them, then you're able to tackle your tasks more methodically. And you can really see that I feel like sometimes when you have a variety of stressors going on, Mm -hmm. small rocks can seem like big rocks until you actually put them down and you think, okay, I just need to send this one email. It's going to take one minute. Yes. Or I need to look this one thing up and it's going to take 30 seconds. But in your head, it kind of feels like, oh my goodness, I have so much to do. Mm-hmm. It's not until you get it all out in front of you and you kind of can look at it logically and think, okay, realistically speaking, yeah, I do have a lot of things to do, but this is only going to take me 20 minutes. And then when you're done, you get to check that item off and then throw away the post you know. And it yeah. is a good way just to organize what you need to do, organize your mind, and you're no longer having to hold on to that stress of having to remember those tasks. Because mm-hmm. that contributes to stress as well, thinking you're gonna forget something or overlook something. Yeah. And if you can just get it down on paper, then you can let go of that stress. Mm-hmm.
1: That's really interesting too, and it also makes me think of the fact that you're right. When some when you have tasks in your mind that are going that are in your head it's much harder to think about them in the context of how long they'll actually take to get done Mm -hmm. and how big the projects actually are. So when you start to get everything onto a document, Mm -hmm. onto just a simple sheet of paper, into an email, you start to realize that not all these tasks are created equal, right? Right. And you start to feel a little bit more in control. Absolutely. Um, Thereby managing stress. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That makes perfect sense. I I just love this, this suggestion, and I've been
0: doing it. Mm-hmm. For yes, all guys. my life, I love I love checklists, and I like to check them off, and I color code my tasks, <laughs> all of it to kind of keep me organized. I've never thought of it as a stress reliever, more like a how do I get. To be more productive, right? Um, do I get to get things done?
1: But if you didn't have your list and your color coded, coding, yeah. how stressed yeah. would you be? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna try it though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't. We won't no. try to find out. Please don't. Uh, yeah, that's that's wonderful. So I think I'm last on the list here, you guys. So my unique strategy for stress management. I, this might actually be met with a couple of eye rolls uh, to those out there listening, um, because it's housework. I know that that has sort of a a dubious um, connotation when it comes to stress Mm -hmm. relief, because actually doing housework and the idea certainly stresses people out. It's kind of like Emily's comment on, you know, the idea of having all these projects. Mm -hmm. But there's a couple of things around housework that can actually be turned into a stress relieving strategy or you can actually refocus your approach to housework in more of a stress relief kind of way. Mm -hmm. And one of that is um, really getting into the meditative mode of doing repetitive motions over and over Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. You could actually kind of go into a mindfulness state as you're continuing to do the same activities over and over again that makes up a lot of uh, um, housekeeping. So the sweeping, the vacuuming, the Mm -hmm. gardening, the Mm -hmm. folding. These are things that we all have to do anyway. And there's actually research that says that people who do these kind of meditative um, physical movements Mm -hmm. over and over again, and repetitive physical movements over and over again, um, actually do have an increase in their serotonin levels once they have started going with that project, or started going with that activity. and another thing related to housework that is a stress management technique is, is simply the end result of that right, housework. Right, the clean house. In the yeah. clean house. Right. Um, there's a lot of research, and anyone who participated in our Better Balance project in 2018 uh, learned more about this. There's a lot of research that suggests that uh, having visual chaos, um, mm-hmm. and being able to have um, a, a disorganization, or being disorganized in, in your physical environment can lead you to feel more stressed and more anxious. Mm-hmm. So that is also an end product uh, um, uh, improvement in terms of your stress if you are um, doing housework. So you can consider housework as a stress management technique. And you can also consider the outcome of housework mm-hmm. as a stress management technique. Mm-hmm. I, I know people don't like housework, so I'm not I trying know. to I'm not trying <laughs> but, to make it sound too rosy, but right. there really is something there to consider. Sure. If you're looking for ways to take more control of what you're doing and how you're feeling, mm-hmm. this is something that is accessible, I think, to all of us. Mm-hmm. It's is something worth considering. Yeah. I can yeah, I can see the parallels mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. Megan's suggestion
0: and right. Airboy's suggestion. Quick question Megan. Yeah. Do you use Marie Kondo's method for
1: tidying up and cleaning? Well, I don't. That's <laughs> very impressive. I do for folding. I <laughs> folding. <laughs> I, I use I use the Kondo of method for um, for folding and uh, I don't think my my clothing and my ho- my home mm-hmm. goods when I get rid of them get but I, I do kind of I, I think that's a subconscious
0: thank you yeah. Um But so <laughs> I, I, I definitely adopted some of her practices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna give it a shot. I just
2: started watching it on Netflix and so... I have the book. I'll let you. I'll loan it to you. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well,
0: I certainly learned something today, and I hope our listeners found our suggestions helpful. And I think what I wanted to throw out there is the thing to remember is that what works for us or mm-hmm. for me personally might not necessarily work for everyone out there. Yeah. We are you know, our own judges, and it may take, t- take some time to figure out what works for you, what kind of stress relievers are effective mm-hmm. for your particular life and your lifestyle. But whatever you decide, once you decide it, give it a shot and, you know, you can start adding a touch of relaxation into every day of your life.
2: Yeah, it sounds great. And don't forget about the traditional methods of coping with stress, such as getting enough sleep, exercising, practicing mindfulness and relaxation techniques such as yoga. Sharp Best Health offers a variety of wellness resources to help you manage excess stress.
3: That's right. And we've mentioned it in some of our other episodes, uh, but through Sharp Best Health, you do have access to free on-site yoga classes, drop-in mindfulness classes, mm-hmm. and even six-week health coaching programs to help you learn how to better manage your stress. That's right. And uh, we also offer free access to Will, which is a
1: digital mindfulness and yoga app. Uh, We've had this available to employees for about two years now, and I've gotten some wonderful feedback about it. So if you're interested in managing stress, improving your focus, getting better sleep, uh, chances are Will has a series that, that would be appropriate mm-hmm. for whatever you're trying to improve upon in your own personal life. And mm-hmm. most of it tends to be related to stress management. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll make sure to list all these resources in today's show notes. I think the bottom line is rather than trying to avoid it or ignore stress or be overwhelmed by stress, um, try accepting that stress will always be there, but it's also something that can be managed. Mm-hmm. With some practice and a few useful strategies, either the ones you've heard about today or your own proven methods, you can reduce your stress and add better balance to your life. So we hope that you found today's show helpful. Um, don't forget to take this week's podcast quiz for a chance to win a small prize. And thank you as always, Sharp, for listening and for and we hope you have a relaxing week. Absolutely. Yeah, so thank
2: Thanks you. for tuning in. Thank,
0: thank you. you. Bye. Bye everyone. Download this episode. And find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on Sharpnet.